Good morning. I'm Frank Kaufman, president of the Settlement Project. I'm very excited to introduce a taped radio segment with Mr. Robert Spitz, our Southern California Settlement Project representative, on the show with David Hernandez, who's host of La Hispanic Republican Club Radio Hour on AM 870, The Answer. We cut into the show just at the section where host uh, David Hernandez is introducing Robert. It's an energetic hour and a good exchange. Please enjoy. And, you know, and that's great. And that's, you know, really, uh, Jessica, talk radio is real. It, it, it always, it has been for the longest time. I mean, I, I used to listen to talk radio going back to 790 with Michael Jackson and L. Rantel. L. Rantel. I mean, that's, that was a while before you were born. But... Uh, <laughs> You know, I'd always listen to talk radio because you would get a perspective, especially like when I started listening to Dennis Prager and Larry Elder, um, stuff that I didn't see in the newspapers. And then when social media came around with, you know, Twitter and Facebook and all of that, it was like, wow, this is this is the future. And all of a sudden it's every it's starting to be restricted. People are being deplatformed. It's being censored. It's like, wait a minute, what happened to free speech? And so here we are. And AM talk radio is still, you know, the 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 core of free speech here in this country. Absolutely. And here cool. in L.A. especially, I, I know so many people personally who say they don't even listen to the radio anymore. They only listen to the AM stations because mm-hmm. that's where they know they're going to get unbiased news and information that they need rather than all the random hoopla that's happening. Well, in, in your situation... I mean, it was probably a really a, a rude awakening to find out what your kids are being taught in school and what other kids are being taught in school. Absolutely. And so, and why don't you share a little bit about that and then what organization came up, came about because of it and where we are today? Definitely. Well, I started seeing the writing on the walls years ago. Um, I decided to pull my children out of LAUSD and homeschool them. So I have three daughters under the age of 10, and I was just like, there's no way that I'm going to put them through this, you know, circus of what's happening in the school district so I was fortunate enough to be able to pull them out homeschool them but um, as we were doing that I started seeing all these bills and laws that started happening SB 276 and Mm. out of SB 276 which stripped our daughter's um, right to an education and a lot of children as well in California I decided to um, partner up with some phenomenal women that were also in this fight and we formed an organization named Protection of the Educational Rights of Kids where we now um, advocate on behalf of parents and parental rights and medical freedom especially because if you don't have the choice to decide what goes into your body or your children's body, you don't have any choice or any freedom. And as you guys have seen now with the pandemic, Mm -hmm. I mean, that really exasperated what was happening then. But um, we're very proud of what we have accomplished. We taught ourselves how to lobby. We've taught ourselves how to advocate and do so many things that we thought were glass ceilings. And we broke and shattered those glass ceilings. So we're very proud of the work we're doing at PERC. No, wow. that, that's great. And, you know, there are a lot of organizations have sprung up, you know, from that, you know, from like the, the mom army, the mm-hmm. uh, I mean, so many so many different different organizations have come up. And then you also have, you know, and thank God, uh, a lot of the faith based community has also has stepped up, you know, granted, a lot of churches uh, complied. You know, I think people were kind of shocked at how quickly some of the churches complied. Mm-hmm. But you, then you had like um, uh, Rocky, not Rocky Peak, but Shepherd of the Hills. Well, Shep, well, Shepherd of the Hills. But you had like uh, Grace Community Church Grace with Community. John MacArthur. God you speak also church. had uh, God what, 
God speak up there with uh, with our friend Rob McCoy uh, or uh, uh, Chino uh, Ch- Chapel Cavalry Chapel in Chino Hills with uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs, mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden they were stepping up. But then you see more and more different faith based organizations are coming together to start providing uh, information, and mm-hmm. you know that's that's really vital because people are like, wow. They didn't know that. So that's why we're really, uh, when, when I saw what was going to happen on April 29th over in the city of Downey, uh, I was, and I had met somebody at the, uh, the Federate Westchester, uh, Delray Federated women. And, um, you know, Jack said, Hey, here, here's a flyer. Here's a car. This is, this is what we're doing with the settlement project. So I thought, you know what? Let's let's get somebody in there from the settlement in, from the settlement project here, and we have with us and all the way, Robert. You know, thank thank you for for driving uh-huh. half of the Southern California to get here to Glendale. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so now this is uh, Robert. Is it Spitz? Spitz. Ah, okay. Any relation to the swimmer? No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, Robert, what is the settlement project, and how did it come about, and where's it going? Well, thank you very much, Dave. First of all, I want to thank you for having us here on your program tonight. I'm so proud to be among people who have share the vision of the Settlement Project because what you're talking about is precisely what we're trying to accomplish. There's so many wonderful groups and organizations out there just on their own trying to promote their agenda, which is family values, safety in our community, freedom of education for parents, parental rights, children's rights in school and education. There's so many organizations. Our goal is to bring those together, have conferences and meetings where the leadership of these organizations can discuss the issues and how we can work together to solve the problem. The problem is Really, it's a spiritual war that we're facing in America today. We're being divided. This country is being divided between people who believe in God and have God-centered family values in their hearts and those who don't, those who see a materialism, a government as taking the place of God in our communities. And so we have to fight that battle. For too long, we've stood on the sidelines and just watched them encroach on the values and undermining and destroying these values in our communities. And the Hispanic community <clears throat> is one of the more faithful communities in America, and we need to reach those people. Amen. Well, especially, you know, in that in area, you know, I, the communities along the 710 freeway, you know, you've got Cudahy, you've got Bell, Maywood, Huntington Park, uh, Downey, Southgate. So, I mean, you have some of those communities are 90% Hispanic. And, you know, they're not all from Mexico, but they're, they're either Guatemalan, they're Honduran, they're uh, Salvadorian. And, and many of them, especially if they're first generation, you know, they rely on Univision or Telemundo or La Opinion to get the, the news. And you very rarely, if at all, see any information about what's happening to their the indoctrination of their kids at school. Mm-hmm. And so the, the more people that you can help educate, with events like this one. Now, this one is going to be April 29th from 10 to 3 at the Gallatin Room in uh, 7810 Quill Drive in Downey, and their lunch will be served. Now, how can people uh, reserve a spot to attend? Well, uh, yes, we we like to have this meeting is is limited in space, so we're just Mm -hmm. looking for some leaders of organizations to come there. So they can contact uh, any of us here. Jack Ashworth is here. I'm here. And they can contact us at the Settlement Project. Um, SP12.org. SP12.org 
is our website, and you can go on that website and send us a message to uh, contact us. And, and if you're not able to make it to the first program because of limited space, we're going to have follow-up programs all mm-hmm. throughout this year. So we're looking forward to leaders of organizations, people who want to make a difference to our society today and help the Hispanic community of Los Angeles and California understand that their faith and their values are at risk right now the way things are going with our, our legislature. Praise well, God. I, I, I think that, that a lot of people do realize that, but they don't realize that they can do something. Yes. And it's like, well, you know, let's just be quiet. Maybe, you know, maybe this will go away. It didn't go away in 1933. It's not going to go away in 2023. And uh, so, you know, I'm looking at it and it's, you know, tradition and family values for a healthy, stable and strong America. And, you know, and that's an inclusive America. So that's why it, it's important that you're doing it in a community with probably a seven city radius that is predominantly Hispanic, predominantly Democrat. And and many people believe that their family concerns are being cared for by politicians in Sacramento. They have no idea that their parental rights are systematically being removed, that Mm -hmm. their children are being groomed and that are being indoctrinated. I mean, indoctrination is bad enough, but now with the grooming and the... the, They uh, want to take them away. Take them away. AB 665. Yeah. (laughs) And, And so these bills are coming down, and so... Many times, by putting on an event like this, you're equipping leaders with the information that they can share at their community, in their community, in their churches. Absolutely, and you know, David, you know as well as I do that the, what the legislature wants to do, what the uh, unions want to do, is they want to dominate your children, mm-hmm. not tell the parents what we're doing with them. If they have some issues, they want to take them under their wings and lead them in a direction that's away from what the faith-based community wants to see for your own children. They oh, want to dominate guess. and not tell you what they're doing with your own children. That's what they're striving for. That's what the legislature is moving toward. And we need to put a stop to that. And it's only by getting out to vote and electing people who will stand by your faith-based values in the future. That's what we need. You're absolutely correct. You know, and as a former union vice president, when I saw that agenda starting 19 years ago, this is what we're living today. But the key thing is, and I think one of the reasons why God put me at this table is because the union leadership is the one that is corrupt. Our message has to be to the union members themselves because I would say 60, 70 percent of the union members are conservatives, you know, people who love God. So we'll see about that. Well, you know, know, and and, uh, David has spoken earlier tonight when we were before the radio show. It's about the money as well. A lot of these things that they're doing to our children, our family are all about the money. This transgender a medical community is making millions and billions of mm. dollars off of transitioning our young men and our young women into what are pretend opposite sex. You can right. never change well, sex. When, and God you, gave us our sex. You look at, I mean, Jessica, Jessica has been to Sacramento, I mean, with the organization PERC, you know, it's protecting what educational rights for, for kids. And, and I believe, that, you know, the, the last time we talked, uh, I think there were about seven bills that you were able to derail yes. and, and stop that that did, were addressing things exactly what you're talking about. Do you want to share something Absolutely. about Absolutely, and a lot of this starts in baby steps. As Benny had stated, you know, 19 years ago, everything's happening little bit by little bit every single year, and it's not until you start compounding all of these bills together that now we're seeing the outcomes of what these things have happened have been 
um, especially with the transgender community. I mean, you see the kids who did transition a few years back now detransitioning because they realized, wow, I wasn't ready to make these decisions. Mm-hmm. So we're now we're starting to churn the tide in the different, in the other side of the conversation where these children, you know, wanted to have families and now they can't anymore. So it's, it's an interesting conversation, but I really think, um, our, our power is really in voting, being active at the Capitol. And if we're not doing those things, you have no right to complain. And I tell Absolutely. people that all the time. I don't want to hear you complaining. Make a phone call. Get up at the Capitol. Lobby. Do something. It's you just we can't sit here and tweet anymore. It's <laughs> it's so much bigger than that now. You are so right, Jessica. And that's one of the focuses of our meeting on April the 29th at the Downey Community Center is we want to show how Hispanics can grow in their power and influence to maintain the faith and the base and the parental rights that we all want to see in our communities. We have to grow that Hispanic vote to vote for those values. Absolutely, because that's a core. Those are fundamental core values for a lot of our Hispanic families. And, you know, it's not until you start connecting the dots for a lot of these families that they're like, wait, I didn't realize government worked this way. I didn't understand the legislative process. A lot of it is just... People don't know, and our job, especially our organization's job, is to educate these communities and tell them, hey, you have power, you have a voice. Let us teach you how to lobby. Let us teach you the things that we have learned the hard way. You know, let us teach you this and do it now. But we've a lot of our focus is how do we simplify the information so that people can digest it and move forward and take action on these things. Oh, you're right on point. You're right on point about that. We were talking about that to family and friends just last night. I said, look, I know there's a Dodger game. I know there's going to be some fights. I know you guys want to, you don't want to miss these games, but you're, 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 see, you're sitting there being entertained. Meanwhile, they're coming after your children. When are you going to stand up and fight? It was the first time in many, many years that a lot of my ex-friends going back to high school who are hardcore Democrats finally said, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. So I know that God is moving in these things, you know, and I, you, I am so blessed to be here at this table with all of you. I feel the spirit of God that's just moving that I'm excited. I'm excited about what God's going to do. Well, thank you very much. You know, one of the other things that we try to provide in the education with the settlement project is the fact that there is a whole movement against what we're trying to do. It's a leftist movement. It's a materialism-based movement, and it's an anti-God movement. Amen. It's a leftist communist agenda where has communism ever provided prosperity and success no place and if you bring that force if that force continues the way it's going it's going to bring america down not just morally but in our values and in every single way and it's beginning in our education institutes Mm -hmm. is where this is all coming in Mm -hmm. so we have to fight back in our education institutions and Hopefully our faith community, our churches, and other religious institutions can assist in this. They need to get stronger. We need to boost them up so that they understand these Mm -hmm. issues. And because they believe in God, this other force does not believe Mm -hmm. in God. If you believe in God, we have to fight back against those things. And we have to join hands together across all boundary lines. No more boundaries between us. We can't have separation as we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. We have to unite as they're united to come against our values. Absolutely. Well, you know, Bob, and, and I think it's important to mention that these aren't Republican or Democrat or independent Green Party issues. These are issues that, I mean, it doesn't make any difference, you know, how you're registered when you're stuck on the 405 freeway in traffic. And hopefully that you won't find that <laughs> the case going on. But... The fact is that these are are some basic uh, civil rights. These are basic parental rights. These are basic human rights 
These yes. are, yes. Uh, you know, things have ha- ha- quality ha- of life. It, mm. You know, it, it, it has moved forward in increments for, for many years. But now I believe with the supermajority in the Senate and the Assembly and with every state legislative mm. office being uh, in control of uh, Democrat leadership, that this thing is expanding uh, exponentially so quickly. I think, um, Jessica, when SB 145, the Scott Wiener bill, was what I think that was a, what, just a couple years ago, mm-hmm. where if a 24-year-old had sex with a 14-year-old, the 24-year-old no, no longer had to register as a sex offender. And and that was that was done under the premise that it is it was unfair to uh, non heterosexuals having sex with uh, with minors, and so rather than than uh, fixing it and making it uh, equitable, where if you committed that crime, then you were had to regardless of what your sexual preference was, they just went ahead and they said, well, it's you no longer have to have to register. If you have sex with a 14-year-old. Well, you know, David, um, today the left tells us that boys can identify as women. Women can identify as boys. I'm here to say Democrats can identify as Republicans today because if you (laughs) understand the values, your identity is really Republican. It's not Democrat. You have to look at the values. And I think it's – and it goes beyond just being a Republican. You know, I'm – proud Republican, but believe me, the Republican Party is as diverse mm-hmm. as that colored rainbow. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, and that's a problem. We still haven't learned how to get along with each other. You know, my ultra conservative friends, you know, we need to go rhino hunting. You go rhino hunting, you're going to get rid of half of the Republicans in California, and then you're not going to be able to pass <laughs> anything. You're absolutely right, David. I think um, these are issues that tr- absolutely transcend political lines. Mm-hmm. We cannot keep putting these issues in these red or blue boxes because we're never going to get anywhere in mm-hmm. our organization you know we're we're nonpartisan even though i have, myself have i am a republican i'm a registered republican and i have conservative values how could you be republican um, so i, I know i'm brown i shouldn't be right <laughs> <laughs> i'm breaking barriers it's, it's and molds Latina, here. You got, you're, you're, you're brown brown right? is a new oh, red I'm brown, I'm proud, though. You oh, know, what but, do you what do you call a female coconut yeah. Brown on the outside, white on the inside. <laughs> right. And that's what they want to label us and put us in these boxes. Yes, and, they do. You know, we get a lot of backlash when we, we, want, we work with the Democrats and we yeah. tell them, hey, we have concerns because we understand they're the supermajority. We're never going to get things done if we're not willing to cross those party lines mm-hmm. and, and shake things up. So, you know, we're all, I think, all on the same page of that. And we can't, we just have to let go of this party line issue. Yeah, and I think it's the timing is perfect. I think people are ready for that. And we were talking about the churches, and right now with me, I'm involved with Churches in Action with Bishop Juan Carlos Mendez. We're going to start organizing the valley even more to get these churches going because it's time. It's time for the churches. When I started talking about when it was a redefinition of marriage, it was Proposition 8, which I think was the first one, mm-hmm. and I was, leading, I was speaking to mass church leaders, and they pretty much pushed me out the doors, you know, saying, well, you're conspiracy theorists, you're an extremist. And I'm like, guys, this is not about them being recognized. This is th- this is them trying to set a precedent because once that precedent is set, then they're going to come after, well, now I want to marry my dog. Now I want to marry my daughter. They laughed at me. Well, they're not laughing anymore. So now it's time for the churches to stand up and take action because one day we're all going to stand before God and we're all going to give account for what we did or did not do. 
And it is a slow erosion where they're slowly taking away these values and these God-centered mm-hmm. ideals. And they're taking them away one by one. And if we don't put a stop to it and draw the line someplace, mm-hmm. they'll just keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that's what I saw at the convention that we had in Sacramento just a few weeks ago. I'm standing there next to the leadership. I purposely did that. I see the votes taking place. And I, I said out loud, am I at a union convention or at a Democratic convention? That was a Republican convention and all the policies and things that are going forward. I'm like, what is going on here? So, but you know what? God is in control. God brought us all of us together. And I think God is building his army and his army is ready to go. Yes. That's the one thing that is, it's waking up our people to understand that we have to get together and we have to organize. And that's what we want to do. We have a Turning Point USA and Heritage Action Club and and, uh, Pacific Justice Institute is coming Mm -hmm. to our program we're getting more and more organizations to join with us, and it's going to be a broad educational program where we explain what this force is that's coming against us and how we can fight against that. What, what are the words? What are the things that we have to say? How do we win people over to our side and help them understand that whatever your party affiliation may be, you still need to understand the values and you need to vote for people who will support what you want to see. Wow. In wow. I look forward to working with you yeah. in the future because we got to get that message and uh, we got our Gen Z. We'll <laughs> talk about our Gen Z. They're on fire. They're the missing link. God brought, God created that group. What about a month and a half ago, David? Yeah. Something and like are, that. Now, yeah. uh, Robert, okay. So if, if someone can't come to this event, but they do want to get involved with the organization. So they, they go to uh, www.sp12.org. Correct. Just go ahead and, and put your name in there. There's a mm-hmm. place you can fill out your name, address. We'll get a hold of you, and we'll show you how you can hook up with us. No, that, that's absolutely. Now, is is the is the event going to be taped? Uh, we're not. We're not in a process uh, ability to tape it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the future, it's going to be audio tape, but in the oh, future, okay. we're going to film it and, and use that in our promotions. Well, if audio tape, would you have that available on the website? Yes, yeah. we'll make that available, absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, so that's that's sp12.org, the number 12.org. And um, we've got that. And so that, it looks like it's going to be a great event. I mean, uh, Turning Point USA with Charlie Kirk and all of them, that uh, – uh, that that organization has really taken off, and uh, the Heritage Works and uh, the you know just uh, it's good to see so many people coming together and working together. You know, our club was really uh, got underway in 2018. I mean, we initially filed the paperwork in 2017, the LA Hispanic Republican Club, but from the very beginning, we always said we were going to collaborate with all different groups. And, you know, what? I, I don't care who gets the credit or who That's takes right. the lead. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm just as comfortable being in a support uh, position as being the, you know, the lead dog. And, uh, you know, at 74, it's, it's nice to see all the, these new faces and, you know, people that are Young that faces, are too. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> all right. Now, now we have one minute left. So, so Bob, what, what would you like to see come out of this event? Well, out of this event, we have some very wonderful speakers. We're going to have some panels, and we're just going to brainstorm how we can get out the Hispanic vote for the elections, not just in the city of Downey and the the, uh, communities that you've discussed, but throughout the Southern California area. Mm -hmm. We have to turn California around. It's a beautiful state. We have beautiful people. We need to have beautiful ideas and not allow our children to be misused and, and brainwashed into these false ideologies that the woke left is trying to present to our children. 
No. And, you know, absolutely. So that's www.sb12.org. And, you know, Jessica, it is great to see that there's so many different organizations out there in this uh, in this fight, and and that's what it is. It's a fight, and it's never ending. Absolutely. 